Oh, dude. What? I have some bad news for me. <clears throat> what? Hey, Sam. Turns out you've been spelling the word lantern incorrectly for a very long time. How have you been spelling lantern? Well, the answer to how I've been spelling lantern is the same as the answer, why have I been spelling it wrong? And the answer is because of the Pokemon Lantern, spelled L-A-N-T-U-R-N. Oh, you turd. It's a miracle I correctly spell the word ghastly. Tuesday podcast episode 270. I'm Sam Ginsberg and here is Tyler Dryland. Oh, hello everybody. Uh, we will be talking about um, just some really great goings on in the beer world. You know, I love BrewDog. They're back in the news. We all love lawsuits. And uh, finally, the best state in the union, New Jersey. So it's going to be a lot of hatred uh, this week. And oh, who, who's that appearing on screen just now? Is that is that Jed Farber? Hello. Oh, I haven't seen you in a dog's age, my boy. It's me. I'm di- I'm here. It's going well. I have fun update. One fun update. Well, all right. We'll get to it. Wait, no. It's I want to lead the show with it. No, incorrect. <laughs> well, what are you? Okay then. What are we going to leave the show with? We're going to leave the show with the beer that you brought on. Ah, oh, fine. All right. I brought Boulevard's Changeling. It is a dark sour ale, which I don't know what dark means if other than the fact that it's very dark. I don't know. I was going to ask that. It looks like, like the Coca-Cola. Yeah. Maybe I'll ask some questions relevant to beer on this podcast, on this episode. Yeah, 300 episodes in, that would be a good call. Mm-hmm. You know... Just, I just realized that it was about the beer, so better late than never. Yeah, I actually do have a question. Why is it darker? What is making it darker? Different malts have different, they impart different amounts of color. So like chocolate malt and crystal malts, they impart more darkness. And often we associate colors with flavors, even though that's not really how it works. Like, uh, chocolate malt doesn't actually taste like chocolate. It just looks really dark and makes the beer really dark. But that's why you can have stuff like a white stout. It's basically like someone made a stout and didn't put in the stuff that makes it dark. Because you don't have to, but it is very off-putting. And I would prefer that they make it look the right color. Wait, there are white stouts? Yeah, I had one on the show. It wasn't very good. Tyler, we are having an educated conversation about beers in... And to ruin it. Yeah. Speaking of the beers, what was the ABV on that dark stout? Oh, that's a great question. The ABV on this is 8.2%, so wow. I'm excited. And follow-up question, is that part of the Boulevard Smokestack series? I'm going to be able to tell you one second. I'm guessing it's not, because it doesn't say Smokestack anywhere on the bottle. I've only had beers from their Smokestack series, like, I think, like, Tank 7, which is a pretty good farmhouse, and then... The Sixth Glass, which was a fantastic quad, which is what got us talking about all this in the first place. Yeah, which I'll ask my 
other question later. Okay, but you tasted it. How does it taste? I tasted it. I do like it so far. It's a sour, as I said. It's not my favorite. It tastes, um... Oh, God. I struggle with this every time. It tastes kind of sour. It doesn't linger, which is good. Please, why do I have to do this? <laughs> why do you have to do things with your friends? It's so terrible. No, no, no. I enjoyed the rest of it. I just can't talk about beer. Uh, well... With that pitiful performance, uh, let's move on. Sam, do you want to introduce your beer? Sure. I have Stone 22 Anniversary Animatter Double IPA. It says the No Haze Double IPA. So I think that's a it's a subtle barb at the hazy IPA craze. And uh, I'm with Stone on this one because uh, I think they're stupid. Well, okay, so whether or not you like them, um, I'm going to leave that aside. Stone, they're like, we hate fizzy yellow beer. And then somebody was like, okay, we're going to make something that's like a little more complex. And they're like, fuck that, pussies. Like, come on, Stone. I think it, it, I think they're what they're getting at, and I'm like really projecting here, and I, I admit that. I think what they're saying is, man, it seems like every IPA you see these days is a hazy IPA. Remember when you could have IPAs that weren't that, this is that. Uh, and it's a good one of that. Okay. I enjoy this beer. Alright. It's a strong beer, too. Are you going to tell us about it? or? I just said I enjoyed it, and that it's not hazy. Have, have neither of you done this show before? Let Tasting him... notes. Uh, it reminds me of a picnic in a meadow. I hate Whoa. you. Whoa. I don't believe you. Does it really? What what's what are the hops like? Pine, well, hold on. Citric? Can someone explain to me what a meadow is? Because I just realized I'm not sure. Like, obviously it's okay. it's a plot of grass, but like, is my backyard a meadow? I guess it's too small. So is it just no. is it just about the size, or is it like, do there have to be pretty rolling hills? No, no, no. I, it's it's about what kind of plants are in there. If you got like mad flowers, it's a meadow. I knew I could get Tyler off the, off the scent by if making it, him tell me nature shit. If it's only grass, it's a field. Got it. Oh. Yeah. Well then, well then, uh, I redact what I said earlier. It tastes it tastes like a picnic in a field. No flowers. <laughs> Tyler, what are you drinking this week? Oh my god, like that's really terrible. You guys are garbage, and so is my beer selection. My local store doesn't have singles all the time so you just gotta go with what they have and I have Sam Adams Rebel Anytime Session IPA a couple months ago I think I had just the Rebel IPA and it was like that's fine and so this is I guess the sessionable variety it it's kind of a fizzy yellow beer although it's not see through there is some cloudiness in there not a whole lot ahead wow really citric scent super duper citric scent which they do claim on the bottle, to their credit. They say, crisp taste bursting with tropical aroma. And uh, it's 4.7% ABV, which I don't think I mentioned. It's okay. The kind of citric aroma follows into the beginning of this. There is some kind of grapefruity, guava-y flavors. But it's pretty weak in body, and it finishes kind of watery. So, you know, it's, it's eh. You could probably put a bunch of these down, but it's whatever. God, Jed, it felt like you went on and on about what his beer tastes like. And I was like, I don't care. I can't taste it. What an asshole I am. God. Jeez. 
Thanks for the support, even if it's only at Tyler's expense. You know it, bro. The dynamic is only like this when you're on the show, Jed. I hope you know that. I didn't do this. Yeah, you only did half of this. I, I didn't cause it directly, more indirectly than anything else. Speaking of who caused it, let's go to adage.com. <laughs> You'll see. All will become clear. So, this article is free beer for Trump supporters in the UK. Not so fast, says anti-Trump brewer. This article from Ad Age features our old friends Brewdog. Brewdog, the notorious Scottish brewers. We're going to be hosting this event with Atlanta-based craft brewer Scofflaw uh, to try to help them break into the UK market. But Scofflaw then, uh, or not Scofflaw, I guess, their marketing people put out a tweet saying that you could get free beer at this Brewdog slash Scofflaw hosted event as long as you said you were a Trump supporter. And that's an issue for Brewdog. They had this whole thing about make Earth great again and like how much they hate Donald Trump and all this stuff. So they immediately suspended their partnership with Scofflaw. Scofflaw said it wasn't us, it was our ad company. And the ad company said it was a misunderstanding. This is weird. This so. is the second time in three or four weeks, everyone, the other one was where someone made a press release and then everyone got mad about it. And then they were like, oh, it was our ad people. And then the ad I people were like, the ad people is a super common thing to do. I, I guess maybe I just hadn't heard of it. And I'm really bad about following the news because it makes me too sad. So this is like all the news I receive. <laughs> uh, but it, it feels like such a cop-out. It feels kind of the same as my actions were regrettable and I have learned from it. It's like you just open up a, a sealed can of apologize bullshit like I fucked up and it just yeah. has like I, I feel remorseful and I apologize to my fans in the community and also it, it was the our ad people's fault or whatever. This reads uh, like it was specifically a prank against BrewDog. That's what it seems like. Like it was like they were Scofflaw was trying to get back at BrewDog for some sh- like maybe, but Scofflaw's going after their ad company super duper hard, like on Facebook and a bunch of stuff. So if it was a prank, they're super throwing their ad company under the bus. Unless um, we get some of the PR for yeah. it. And I was like, oh man, I hate to agree with BrewDog on all of this, but they do seem like, you know, this was done against their wishes, and so I kind of have to be on their side. But then the very last sentence, uh, it won me back to hating BrewDog. They said they are going to still be giving away free beer, not the free beer that Scofflaw promised, but one of BrewDog's varieties, and all you need to do is tell the bar staff that you're a lover, not a hater, and you'll get a free pint. That's so, fine. It's, it's corny, but... Okay. It's Good t- hot take. Hot take. So, uh, out of three possible... It receives one from Tyler, none from me. Any from Jed? Okay, so two out of three possible... Yeah. Tyler's was longer than mine combined, though, so... Think about that. Well, like, you also voted, but I had more passion... My right, but the thing is that I'm a super delegate, so my vote counts times a million or whatever. No. So yeah, that's that's what happened over there in the silly dilly UK. Oh, Brewdog, you're always getting into the news. The silly dilly UK. That's what it's officially called.
okay then. Nobody wanted to help me out with that. Just <laughs> okay. Uh, I want to I just break it down. Uh-huh. What exactly? So you said that thing, right? And right. now that dumb like, shit. Okay. Well, if Tyler says something immediately after, then it's like he made a little joke, and then we move on. But you kind of like paused for laughter. <laughs> I, I like, assume the audience fine. at home is is just guffawing into their beers. Oh, you're pausing for the audience? Yeah. And laughter. Exactly. Okay. Okay. Well, that's okay. I think Sam cuts that type of gap usually. Well, not this time. Obviously, we've talked too much about it. Right, right. Right. Okay. So next time, it would be more supportive if you if I laughed there. Because I'll do it. I just, <laughs> I feel like you kind of hung me and Sam out to dry there with like the, and now you two laugh. It's always my fault, huh? <laughs> okay. That wasn't what that was supposed to be, but yes, I guess. That, yeah. <laughs> well, well, we don't say silly dilly, so I guess we're in the right and you're in the wrong. <laughs> Well, uh, Jed, you were super eager to get into your, your updates, so you want to hit us with that hot tent? Uh, I guess. I don't even... I'm over it now. So I'm currently, though, I will say, I'm currently unemployed. Hey. Ba, 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 ba. Yeah, I was working full-time for a company, and then they were like, hey, by the way, we're not going to be able to pay you full-time in October, uh, but you can still do like hourly work for us. And I was like, okay, I'll let you know when I want to do hourly work. I'm going to take some time off. So that's where we're at right now. What? Uh, what? What is your question? Why, why? Why? Because the projects that they want me to work on are internal projects that aren't making money yet because they're not public. So the money that they would pay me to do these projects is coming straight out of the company and the company's getting nothing back right now. So they can't just pay me like, they can't just pay me salaried and then be like, they can't just pay me indefinitely for 40 hours of work a week because they don't have 40 hours to give me. No, and I, I understand that and I know why you would be like hesitant or frustrated about switching from full-time to part-time, but it seems weird to be like, well, I had all of a job, and you're giving, you're willing to continue to give me most of a job, but instead I'll have no job, thanks. Oh, because I just want to take some time off, and because they don't, because it's not work that I particularly want to do right now, I'd rather just, like, take a little bit of time off and then apply for a different job that's at an office or something. Classic shred. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so then, part? wait, sorry. You should have buckets of content if you are just taking time off. Are you like traveling you Europe? I got buckets of something. Hey, I do have buckets of something. It's <laughs> just sitting around jerking off all day. Into buckets. Into buckets. That's where it goes. <laughs> you guys for art. It's bucket, for right? art. Oh, God. Not this, foot, huh? not this again. So yeah, so your 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 hot tent is that you're doing nothing. My hot Just, tent is, is that, that job. is that correct? You you're doing nothing. That's your yeah. hot update. What? That's an update. I feel like telling saying that I don't have a job anymore is an update. That's not a fun story though. Well, yeah, yeah. you were like, guys, guys, I have to tell you, I'm not working. See, here's the thing, I really struggle to have something to talk about each week because I do this, you know, we do this podcast every week. You're only on here, you know, every third month because I can never actually get you to come on because I guess you're busy doing interesting shit 
and you don't have a job, so you could be spending all week doing interesting shit. I'm doing my stupid job, and like with what little free time I have, trying to carve out a little bit of time to do interesting shit. And then you're like, oh, I don't have any interesting shit to tell you about because I have so much opportunity to do interesting okay. shit. Okay, here's here's the last three weekends why I miss the podcast, even though I don't think we talked about it. Last weekend was regionals. I was coaching a team. The weekend before that, I was the best man at a wedding, and I needed to recover on Sunday, so I didn't want to commit. Wedding stories are gold on this show. And the weekend before that, I was at sectionals. I was doing too much cool stuff. Okay, okay. So I don't have any great stories. Okay, okay. I'll talk. This is my cool story from the wedding, which Tyler will maybe be able to relate to. Probably not though, because he's like you know has public speaking skills. Friday night was the rehearsal dinner. It was fun. Saturday, Thursday night, I wrote the best man speech and then finished it on Friday. And then Saturday morning was the ceremony, and I was pa- having a panic attack because I didn't want to give my first <laughs> speech in the last 10 years or however long it's been. And then we went to – the ceremony was pretty good. Then we went to take pictures, and I was, like, super anxious because I had to give this speech that I was super anxious about. And then we went to the reception, and I had to give this speech that I was super anxious about, and it went really well. I, I was told that I did a really good job, and I felt really good about it. And then I got really drunk because I wasn't nervous anymore, and I had the greatest night ever because of how anxious I had been previously. Yeah, I don't identify with that at all. The end of the story. Was that a good wedding story? <laughs> did did, did any goof-em-ups happen? Weddings always have goof-em-ups. I, do they? I feel like when you're in a wedding, you're just focusing on not being the reason that they had a bad day. I do so, identify with that. Yeah. You're just like, okay, how can I make sure that I don't ruin everyone's yeah. life? Not not at all nervous about giving the best man speech. Super fucking nervous standing up on that little DS with those rings. I was like pooping my pants. Dude, I was holding the rings like yeah. in the, 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 there was a Paul Bear. And it was the ball bear, ring bear. Is ball bear when people die? Yeah. yeah. Or or Undertaker's sidekick, one of the two. <laughs> okay, he would not be good for that because he is he is a baby. Um, <laughs> he ran, so they tied the rings really tightly to the pillow because he like sprints down the aisle with them and he's like flinging the <laughs> pillow back and forth. So he gives it to the groom because, like, that's obviously who he would go to. Like, he would never. There was never a plan that he would give it to me because that would have been insanity. So he gives it. <laughs> you know all that stuff we've been telling you about not talking to strangers. Go, go approach this stranger, but only when we tell you to. <laughs> but only when we give you valuable jewelry. Right. <laughs> yeah. right. So they give them to the groom, then the groom gives them to me, and I'm immediately like working on this knot. The. So it was the groom's sister's child. So I was talking to her, and she she was like, I'm going to tie them really tight, so get ready to, like, start working that night to get the pillow. So I was anxious about that, and then I get the pillow, and it was, unfortunately for for the podcast content, it wasn't a very difficult job. But, uh, But after I did it, I just had them in my hand, like, and I had, like, put them, like, apart from each other like spaced well and just held them as still as i could yeah i'm sitting i'm sitting down like i haven't gotten up yet i'm just like <laughs> i'm like i'm just gonna look at them 
and I'm not going to move. <laughs> like, I'm just going to look at the rings and not move. And I did that for a long time. And then, you know the part where at the your ceremony, Sam, where you prayed and the maid of honor and Tyler prayed as well with you? I didn't do that. You didn't kneel at that fucking thing? Hell no. No. Cool, because not I, and it felt weird. Well, I don't think they were, I don't, I think it was only me and Emily that were supposed to meet. Yeah. It, okay, well, at our ceremony, they had two on either side for the maid of honor and the best man. And I, wow. yeah. So I didn't really know what I was doing, and when the maid of honor went to, like, fix the bride's dress to, like, make it look nice... I was like, oh, I'll just stay behind her while she does this. And then she went straight to kneel and pray. And I was right next to the chair. And it would have been super awkward for me to walk all the way around everyone and kneel. So I'm like, I'm going to just sit down and not pray. Oh, I thought you were going to say that you just started dabbing. (laughs) Yeah, I started reciting. I just started speaking Hebrew as loud as I could. (laughs) So that was a little weird. But I don't think anyone gave a shit. And then, yeah, I didn't drop the rings. I made sure that they weren't in the palm, like the center of the palm of my hand, so they weren't soaking wet when I gave them to the the priest. Now, did you do any, when you were walking to give them to the priest, did you do any, like, staggering side to side saying, whoa, whoa, hope I don't drop them? Well, yeah, but I kept my hand really still. So, like, there was no danger, but sure, how can you not do that little shtick when you have the, the as, Yeah, as long as your hand remains gyroscopically stable, there's no danger. Right, yeah. There's also this huge stairwell kind of next to the altar, like, to the at the very side that you can't see when you're just in the, like, regularly sitting in church, but the way the groomsmen and the groom walked up, we walked right next to it, and as me and the groom were walking by, I was like, Tom, you could just jump down there if you want. Like, <laughs> won't tell anyone. I can tell people I pushed you. Whatever you want, man. He thought that was funny. That's so funny, man. Yeah, marriage is such a drag, isn't it? Ha, 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 ha. Yeah, I, Tyler, I don't think that Jen has heard about the fact that you're engaged yet, which I <laughs> oh, think right. is making <laughs> making your joke not make as much sense for him. Right, right, right. Oh, that's hilarious. Are you engaged, really? No, no, I'm not. <laughs> I don't believe you. <laughs> I, For real, though, no, I'm not. I, I think I've said it before, and I'll say it again. I could not uh, afford to get married if I wanted to. I guess I'd know if you were engaged because you would have asked me to be your best man. So it's reasonable that I didn't know that. Uh, it's it's also funny you should say that because I was thinking about gags for my best man speech uh, today when I was walking the dog. <laughs> really? Today what? Today when you were walking the dog? Is that what you said? Yeah, I get bored. Oh, okay. All right. That's fair. Well, Jed, good. See see how much tent you gave us? You reached down to the very bottom of your soul, and you pulled up all that hot, hot tent. I think the issue was that I was, I was like, oh, when they say tent, they want it to be good. But I forgot that that wasn't what you meant. What, you what just wanted words. What show do you think you're on? Yeah, seriously. Sorry. You just got to fill up, like, 45 to uh, 100, and, no, no, 45 to 65 minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just, just think of it like there's an outhouse, and next to the outhouse is a huge pile of manure. And for whatever reason, you are shoveling the manure into the outhouse until it fills up. Right. As, long as, as long as you're shoveling, you're doing your job. So the, mon- the manure it was my story about the wedding. Yeah. yeah. That was a good metaphor. Thanks, though. Speaking of manure, 
We're going to go to <laughs> 6abc.com because we're talking about New Jersey. Poopy. For the listeners, we uh, we planned that segue a long yeah. time ago. If Absolutely. it felt really smooth, we actually had already planned that. Yeah, buttery. So uh, from 6abc.com, New Jersey officials limiting activities at microbreweries. Apparently, New Jersey has put out some new rules uh, limiting the amount of events microbreweries can host. The state's alcoholic beverage control division, ABCD, really, you guys? Okay. Uh, signed a special ruling that limits microbreweries to 25 on-site activities each year, including such things as trivia nights and live performances. They also now can't provide takeout menus from restaurants, host more than 52 private parties each year, or show sports on television unless it counts as one of the 25 special events. What the fuck? Yeah. So It's uh, like uh, they passed a law saying bars aren't allowed to be fun. Well, no, so it's not it's not bars, it's breweries. Oh. Right, that's the whole deal. Uh, the guy who signed this order says that this ruling clarifies a 2012 law that allowed microbreweries to serve products on site, um, but he says that law does not give them permission to, like, do all this stuff. Although the fact that he's limiting to them to 25 all-of-this-stuff events seems kind of arbitrary to me. It's extremely arbitrary. Yeah. I mean, the 52 private parties, you could say, do one a week, and, like, right. that, so that kind of makes sense. But I don't know. This is this is just bumming me out. My favorite bar out here is a brewery, and, I mean, that's where we go for trivia, so that would be an event. Yeah. They have live right. music all the time. They have food trucks come in. They have, like, weird parties for new beers getting tapped. <clears throat> and so they have, like, I don't know, 80 events a year or something like yeah. that. So they would they would be totally fucked by this. Yeah, who, I, I feel the same way. Yeah, sorry, Jed. No, I just like who is who's promoting this like in government like, it, it, like there's no way the Democrats would want something like this. I, I I think you're thinking too broad. It's which group of lobbyists wants yeah. this and, and who have what, they paid? From what this article indicates, it would be the liquor stores uh, and then bars and restaurants. Because, I mean, obviously bars would be kind of losing out if microbreweries serve, serve their product and create, you know, a new consumption point. That would be my guess. This is, uh, it's so dumb. Like, microbreweries should just now be looking for ways to get around the classification of microbrewery. Well, well I, think, I, think I think what they could not... do is they could start calling them, like, having other sites and having them be bars. But then they might, that might mean that their beer has to go through distributors which means exactly. they're losing money on sales of their that's, own product yes that's exactly what the, what the issue would be it's not the fact that they're microbreweries it's that they're serving beer where the beer is produced and in a lot of states because of goof ass prohibition laws like you have to go through this whole three-tiered system because i guess that made it like harder for illegal hooch back in the 20s i mean really um, it, it, what it comes down to is it, the way that government works everybody gets a taste and it's super rare in our society for someone to make a product and then just sell that product directly to the customer like microbreweries and farmers markets and that's about it and so this is the government being like yeah part of the whole thing is that everyone gets a taste so we're gonna make it so that you can't do this that much so that most of your uh product is going through distributors which means they're getting their taste bars are getting their taste 
I assume there's extra taxation on these yeah. these transactions. This is dumb. It we is all dumb. Agree. Yes. Yeah, I dude, think we it's all super agree. dumb. Did you get the three out of three? Jed, I wasn't explaining it to you to, to make it make sense. I was explaining it to you because th- these are the things of how it works. Oh yeah, no, I get it. I knew, I knew that you thought it was dumb. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So just another reason not to go to New Jersey. Real talk. <laughs> True fact. Sam, tell us whatever content you scrounged up. I don't know why I'm being so mean. I have nothing to talk about. <laughs> uh, well, I can talk more about Hop House, the brewery I alluded to before. Um, Please do. So I, last week I talked about my old boss seeing me drinking alone at a bar. Yeah, and how that weirded your little aspy ass out. Yep, and so I went back to the same bar at the same time, uh, and he wasn't there this time. Yeah, but I kind of, I think the new pattern in our home is on Fridays, I go to the hop house, I get one beer, and I fill up a growler, and then we drink it over the weekend. I've done it two weeks in a row now, and I was like thinking, man, this should be a thing that I just always do. And then it'll be cool because the bartenders will be like, oh, Sam's back. I know that he wants one beer and also he wants his growler filled. And if there were any doubt in my mind that I want to do that, they have a, uh, a punch card system that's specifically for growler fills. So 10 fills get the 11th free. And that's as close as I can come to having something interesting to talk about. I think wow. it's interesting how much you're leaning into that, like, 50s, I'm, I'm going to buy a house with a picket fence and go down to the local bar once a week. <laughs> like, it's just uh, it's an interesting lifestyle that you, you're, you're moving into. That well, you've chosen. <laughs> yeah. I, well, the thing about being a regular somewhere is something that yeah. has always really appealed to me. Like, when I was in uh, middle school, there's this one ice cream spot we always used to go to, and they knew my name and they knew my order, and that was very satisfying. And then, you know, in college, we uh, Eric and I went to Roth School Tavern every Friday for lunch, and, like, they knew we were coming in, and they, like, knew we were going to get a couple of beers and whatever. I think the meatloaf was the Friday special. We always got the special. And, like, that was very satisfying to me. And I haven't, I haven't had that experience in a long time, and I'm, like, trying to foster it. Right. Sure, sure. Are you are you well, guys, either of um, you guys the the regulars anywhere or have you been? I mean, I I know the owners of a bar that like they're there a lot. So like, and one of the bartenders went to my high school. So like when I go in, I order every time, but they know my name obviously, and they know what I want. They would never just. I've never been to a place where they would just. I've never been to a bar where they would just give me my drink before I order it. So no to that part. Yeah, I that like that far I feel like would be too much. Like yeah. w- the I think the ideal is you walk in and they say, "Hey Jed, you having the usual?" Not, "Hey Jed, I've already started pouring your usual." Cuz uh it actually bit me on the ass. I went on a cruise with three stacks and also my family, but whatever. And Sam was feeling bloated, so he got the light beer, and then he got it all night. It I wasn't like, all night. It was all week. I all, like I couldn't tell this guy I want a different drink. He just gave me Bud Light all the time. And, like, <laughs> whatever. It, uh, we had the hookup, so that booze was mostly free. So, like, I'm not going to be that mad about free Bud Light. But I wanted to try some weird tropical drinks or whatever. But he was 
that was him being too good of a bartender. I've never, I've never been the regular anywhere. I think I'm too poor to be the regular anywhere. Like, I mean, they probably recognize me around some of like the trash cans back in Arcata or something like that. But you know, that's about it. I was gonna say soup kitchens. <laughs> right. Yeah. Raccoons would be like, which means, they, oh, there's that guy again. <laughs> the raccoons are just bringing you bread in. They're like, I wish. No, I, I'm fighting them for the bread. They're, they're um, going to start forming a religion around you. That would be pretty cool. That would be pretty cool. Yeah. All hail the one with thumbs. Hail, hail. no downsides to that scenario. <laughs> Dude, raccoons, they have, their paws, they look like they almost got thumbs. They're close. They yeah. Get, yeah. They also think year, year after year, they get even thummier. <laughs> That's science. I think it's also important to note that my friend at these at this bar is like super that local and that is why i've gotten in the way i have like i haven't done the work you're riding his coattails uh, yeah for sure a little bit not with pat the bartender that went to my high school like i we would know each other's names but with the owners it's definitely because he is so local that i have become more local so and so does, i don't want to i don't want to act like it's all me does your friend get the uh do you want the usual treatment? Yeah. I mean, they ask if we want these, like, tall millers. So there are these, like, tall glasses that have – that are just for yinglings. Like, there's this yingling special. And we can get, like, Miller Lights, which is not – obviously not, like, the sickest deal ever. But they don't do that for, for other people. So that's I'll nice. Miller Light over a yingling probably. Miller Light is definitely right now my preferred light beer, like a hundred percent. Over icy light, you're blowing my mind. No, that so that's because I haven't been on the show in so long, and by that I mean I also haven't talked about this in like four months or five months. But it, it's been Miller Light for a long time now. Drinkability, Miller Light is numero. Have you had Tecate? Yeah, Tecate. Uh, Sam and I bond together on that Tecate tip. Drinkability is through the roof on Tecate. Blow your mind. What about Old Mill? Old Mill's great. It's not as drinkable as Tecate, but I prefer the flavor of Old Mill, so it's still my number one shit beer. I haven't... I don't remember what Old Mill tastes like. I just remember, obviously, that we used to drink it because you used to love it. So. I, oh, oh. Still, I still love, love it. it. <laughs> okay, love it. okay. I like that I said you used to love it, and Tyler was like, I wouldn't say love it, whereas Sam's... Correction was that he still loves it. <laughs> it's it's. I mean, it's all about context. I uh, I think Sam Adamson summed it up well when he described it as thinking about beer and like ale as different things. Like beer is PBR and all that stuff, right. and you can have a stout and you can have an IPA and you can have a pale ale, but don't think of it all as beer. Think of beer right. and like the stuff that actually has names. And and when it comes to beer, given given that definition, Old Milwaukee is a fucking great beer. That's how I feel about Miller Lite. <laughs> Wait, I okay, I have a question before we get to our final article. I'm as oh, well, you know me so well, you show. saw me breathing in for that headline. <laughs> yeah, I did. Well, the the segue pretty much wrote itself. Yeah. <laughs> but, so since Tyler has made enough jokes about being a poor motherfucker. When's the last time you two saw each other in person? Sam's wedding. Yeah. Sam, we should take a trip to see Tyler. Uh, okay. 
I'm just saying. I'm not saying I want to. I'm saying we should. I'm, I don't need your fucking charity. <laughs> Where do you live now? I'm in Delaware. Oh, never mind. Well, yeah, if you wanted to come here, like you just missed the good season. I was in Delaware just last weekend. <laughs> were you really, you fucker? That's for regionals. I wouldn't have been able to hang out. Where were you? I don't even fucking know. I don't know. It's Somewhere Delaware, there. dude. It's eight square miles. Right, seriously. Okay, I'll fucking look it up and I'll get back to you. Thank you. Well, Tyler, I'm going to be back in Fredneck for Thanksgiving. Uh-huh. I'm sure if you make the trip, there would be food for you and your lover. You're Sorry, sure? your fiance. Well, so, I mean, obviously Mitch is getting fed too. I don't know why you have to clarify that. <laughs> Yeah, I get it. Because you like to fuck my dad. I get it. You just Wait, are you are you engaged or not? I need to, let me no, tell you. no, no. Like actually, for real, we just made a joke about it uh, last podcast. I'm not engaged. Okay, why not? Because you're too poor. That's why you're not engaged. I guess I don't know. I like chances are probably pretty good that Beck and I will get married. I would say there's a greater than fifty percent chance. But like, it's I don't feel felt like that way. Yeah, I don't feel like I'm in a stable point in my life, and also I have no money, so I'm not doing that right now. But the thing is, Jed, that he doesn't have to, like, do it right away, because she is granted. So he can just take her as that. (laughs) For granted? That's the one. Right. I'm sure she feels very appreciated, Tyler. You're doing the right thing. I feel good about it. I'm just saying... (laughs) Well, we know how Sam feels. (laughs) I'm just saying you can uh, you can propose and then never get married if you want. People do that, man. Yeah, I don't I don't I would rather not do that. Though. Yeah, no, you shouldn't do that because the word fiance is so irritating. Right. And and it's, it's, it's got a bad mouthfeel. Yeah, you like when Emily and I were engaged, I just still called her my girlfriend because I didn't like saying fiance, which she yeah. did not like. So then I started calling her my betrothed, which she was <laughs> fine with and everyone else hated, obviously. Right. So you want to keep that engagement period nice and short so you right. can – because wife is good. I'm like, I'm good with saying wife, and I was fine with saying girlfriend. But in, the, in between, there's no good word. Like, yeah, I feel like I don't even want to get engaged. I want to go from single, bam, right into married, you know? You can do that, too. I know. Well, yeah, at Courthouse is like two blocks down the street. If you uh, come to Wisconsin, I can officiate it. But if you want to do it in another state, you have to give me like eight weeks' notice so I can get back online. Oh, uh, well, speaking about legal matters, oh, nice. nailed that one. Nailed that one. It's time for goodbeerhunting.com. The new normal. Three Floyds takes legal action against San Diego Brewery. Three Floyds is a super familiar name to me, but I don't know why, because I can't remember, like, any of the beers that I've had uh, by them. Zombie Dust? Okay. They're, yeah, all right, sure. Gumball Head? Nope, haven't ever had Gumball are you, Head. Are you, is this a joke? Are you making this up? Those are probably their two most well-known beers. I do know Zombie Dust. Never heard of Gumball. Uh, Alpha something or other? I forget. Uh, Alpha Centauri? I don't think so. Okay. But anyway, so Three Floyds, they are um, suing San Diego's Abnormal Beer Company because Abnormal, they tried to register their name with the U.S. Patent and Trademarks Office, but Three Floyds says the use of Abnormal would be too similar to the slogan that Three Floyds uses, which is, it's not normal. Oh, fuck you, dude. It's not even the same word. Jesus Christ. Right, yes. Again, we all agree. What a good day. (laughs) Yeah. 
so Abnormal produces about 3,000 barrels of beer, doesn't distribute outside of San Diego. Three Floyds makes about 68,000 barrels of beer and distributes in Indiana, Wisconsin, Kentucky, Ohio, and Illinois. So other than the fact that Abnormal isn't even the same and is also a name and not a slogan, they've got nothing to fear from Abnormal Brewing Company. Uh, another weird thing in this whole story is that Three Floyds briefly created an entry on Untapped for a beer called It's Not Normal, Not a Beer. And then information in the space that would normally contain de- details about the beer, it just said, not a beer, do not check in this entry. Wait, was uh, that them trying to box out? Because that seems yeah. ill-conceived. Yeah, they were trying to like establish precedent, even though like they were just like creating a fake entry, essentially. So it's all pretty weird and seems stupid. Yeah, Three Floyds also is overrated. They're, Are they? Uh, well, I guess I didn't realize it was such a Midwesty thing. I thought it was more ubiquitous, but you listed their distribution market, and it could have just said the Midwest. Three Floyds is, like, beloved, and I think they're good but not great, so they're a little overrated. Yeah. And, uh, this oh, Alpha seems... King. They list a few of their beers. Alpha King is oh. one of their beers. I knew it was Alpha okay. something. Well, I'm Gorch, Gorch Fock. Gorch Fock. Yeah, that's not a good name. Excuse you? That's one of them. Gorch Fock. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, this doesn't make me feel too good about Three Floyds. It seems stupid, and it's unfortunate that this continues a trend of, you know, smaller breweries suing the hell out of each other. Yeah, it just makes me think of the kid with asthma that gets picked on for having to carry around his inhaler uh, punching a kid in a wheelchair. Like, right. you guys should be sticking together. What are you thinking? Wow. <laughs> what? What a metaphor. I'm just saying, I, I went to school and I know that these things, at least in Frederick, Maryland, in the 90s, like, it was mandatory. They, uh, you, you know, you yet, had to punch a kid in a wheelchair. That was mandatory. Yeah, because you had to show everyone that you were the toughest kid in the yard. Well, really, what you had to do is make fun of Sal. Because if you were friends with Sal, oof. Oh, God, that guy was poison. Sal? Yeah, Sal was poison. You had to make fun of Sal. Or else everyone he would has, think you were friends with Sal, and then no one would be friends with you. He has an old man name. What do you expect? He once uh, claimed to uh, have forgotten how to speak English and oh. explained that to everyone uh, in the language English. And also, this happened in a class called English, and also, uh, this was in 11th grade. Oh, no. Oh, Sal. Oh, my buddy. That's too bad. Also, he was so bad at kickball that every time he was up to kick, the whole infield would move in. And, like, you know, shifting your infield isn't that crazy, but, like, to a point where they were five feet away from him. (laughs) And, like, they would just kick it. Like, he would kick it, and they would just catch it and beam it at him immediately. He wouldn't get 5% of the way to first base. So this is like people were bullying Sal? Yeah, and I didn't realize that until, I'm going to say, just now. Uh, but the th- does seem to be a sub-tier human, though. Yeah, but the thing is, Sal sucked, and probably still does. Right. Wait, I don't understand. <laughs> okay, as an impartial third party... You don't come out great in this story. No, no, I get it. I, I totally understand uh, not knowing Sal. You, you're 
the, from the outside, it's I'm describing this kid that was bullied and being like, it's a good thing that happened. But for real, this kid sucked. Well, I think I don't trust you anymore on this <laughs> sound topic. Yeah, I mean, there's a kid I, I felt that way about in high school, um, and now he's dead. So, mission accomplished. Oof. Great job, Tyler. Good story. He didn't Good kill story. himself. He didn't kill himself. He was hit by a car. Driven oh, by God. Tyler. Yeah, driven by me. <laughs> Do you think that Three Floyds is open to legal repercussions from Ludacris because they have a beer named Yum Yum? Because of his song Blueberry Yum Yum? Yeah. I mean, like... Well, no, they're not, because it's Yum Yum is a registered trademark. If anything, Ludacris is the one who uh, is at risk of uh, legal action. But, that would be ludicrous. But, but to your point, like, yeah, there's only so many words, guys. Like, you can't, you can't just... Why are you making that face, Jed? You're freaking me out. I'm upset with Tyler, and he knows that. Yeah, because uh, of his pun, yeah, I was trying to talk over it, but you distracted me. <laughs> Cut the pun. I think I think probably what why Gorchfock exists is because they were like, well, literally every word is trademarked by a brewery, but Gorchfock isn't. What about that hilarious list of names uh, driven by a computer? I mean, I'm sure that at least five percent of those you could you could levy legal action against. Not flat penis smell ya. <laughs> probably not. Uh, Jed, that. Hopefully is the second part of that beer, and you've had twelve ounces already, because that's a full glass, and it's about rate time, my boy. This is this okay. is empty. All right, super. Do we think it's about rate time? Yeah, we're just 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 sliding right past the Tyler's life section. Good job. I can. I do have a little bit of stupid content. Um, nah, well, fuck it. Let's okay. rate. I, I thought we were sliding past your thing because when you told Sam to talk, you said that you had nothing to talk about. Well, I do, it's not good, uh, but um, I went to work the other day, and they were like, surprise, you're doing an hour-and-a-half-long bike tour for this group called Becoming an Outdoors Woman. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so, like, I I'm laughing at Tyler. Let the, for the record, I am laughing at Tyler. Like, I have no problem with Becoming an Outdoors Woman. That's great. You know, get some uh, segments of the population that aren't normally associated with parks into the parks. Cool. But... I did feel it was weird that, like... They had all synced up? Yeah, right, exactly. And we were followed by so many bears. <laughs> I knew okay. you would spike okay. that lob. I knew you were there for me. Okay, okay. Listen to me. Both of you pieces of shit. <laughs> Fuck you. Are you saying the week they're investigating a Supreme Court nominee for sexual assault isn't the week to do hilarious menstrual jokes? I hate both of you. Truly. I'm not dating the podcast because I could be talking about Clarence Thomas. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> now you're dating yourself somehow. Somehow, forties-year-old uh, man. Yeah. So um, I did think it was weird, though. Like almost all the instructors for becoming an outdoors woman were male, Ooh. like including me, which I didn't think was great. But you know, I gave the tour, and they were a nice group. They seemed to like it. And at the end, I got a backpack that says "Becoming an Outdoors Woman" on it. So don't know what I'm gonna do with that. You could give it to a woman. Well, yeah, I offered it to Becca, and she was like, I have two backpacks. And I was like, oh. That, how rude of her to say. Yeah. Classic woman. What okay. you could, uh, you could stitch a G on the front of, of Outdoors Woman and give it to a woman with gout. <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> Who likes doors, I guess. I, I didn't think this through. <laughs> That's my favorite Led Zeppelin record, In Through the Gout Door. <laughs> <laughs> Who has gout these days? Like, I think Kim Jong-un was the last person to get gout in the past like, 50 just... years. No, you're wrong, dude. People have gout still. Just because it has a silly name doesn't mean people don't have it. Gout is caused by too much ureic acid. You just have too much pee in you. Yeah, got them, listeners with gout. <laughs> you pee butt. Idiots. This is like, oh god. Eventually, we'll <laughs> specifically alienate every culture and subculture, and then when someone asks me why no one listens, I'll be like, oh, because whoever they are, we called them out explicitly and were very mean. <laughs> It started with Mormons in, like, the third episode. Right. Well, uh, you know, uh, listener, if you're, if you're not hearing a group, just send it in. I'm happy to, happy to hit them. I, I like that we, I think we've all riffed on uh, straight white dudes enough that they get a pass a little right, more. Right, right. So now it's we're moving on. It's hard enough for them as it is. To be a straight white man in America today, ugh. Right. So yeah. we need to move to the... The Galatists. Yeah, let's punch yeah. down a little bit. That's what I like. Yeah. That's Next week, like Aborigines. Oh, no. Let's let's rate these beers, perchance. Sure. Okay. Oh, um, my God. Jay, Wait, did we get not... enough content? Because 30 minutes is going to get cut from this episode. <laughs> if I know Sam, that is not true. <laughs> Lazy. So, Jed, you're not going to rate first because um, you're terrible at it. So I'm gonna go first. No, hey. let me read first. Let me read first to end, so we can end on a stronger note. No, no, I'm gonna go first. Then you're gonna go. So hopefully you learn some of the lessons from my rating, and we'll finish strong with Sam. Oh, too much pressure, dude. Too much pressure. I've never done this before. Love it. So just to remind everybody, I had Rebel Anytime Session IPA by Sam Adams, 4.7% ABV. I wish this tasted like it smelled. Because it really does have a, a nice, fruity, kind of tropical uh, aroma, um, real big and juicy, and that doesn't really translate into the beer. There's some fruitiness at the front, but it really quickly fades, and some of that was obviously by choice, because they do say right on the can, crisp taste, but it's just, it's the body really isn't there. It fades a little too quickly. You probably could put back a decent amount of these, so the session's certainly there. With all of this combined, I think it gets a... Uh, 4.9. It's fine, but there's no real reason to drink this. I recommend it to, uh, I don't know, people who love Sam Adams, I guess? I don't know. Yeah. All so, right. Jed, do you think you can take it from there? Yeah, for sure. I think my beer good. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I give it seven. The end. Who recommend? Who recommend? Why many oh. words when you do job <laughs> recommend nobody you gave it a seven but you don't recommend it to anybody i'm confused i wish there were more details to explain how he felt okay um uh i uh, i guess to refresh everyone's memory all, all of our all of our listeners yeah i was drinking boulevard's changeling which is a dark sour ale it's uh 8.2 percent which was great and what's this size bottle called? Oh, it's a pint. 
This is a pint. I drank one pint. Oh, it's a pint? All right. Anyways, it's 8.2%, which made it great, but the taste was underwhelming. Um, it's a sour, so I liked it more than I like almost every other type of beer, but it was just kind of underwhelming for a sour. Oh, wait. So this means he totally hates it, because uh, he has said in the past that he rates sours on a scale from 9 to 10. So he gave it a 7. So it's essentially him giving it a negative 2. <laughs> yeah. So this is a toilet beer is what you're saying. <laughs> no, I think you're misunderstanding because when I said I rate beers on a scale from 9 to 10, so that means if I it give like it 9.7. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, my apologies. Okay. So and, so and because and you clarified I'm now giving it a 3 because <laughs> God damn it. You were right. This is a 9.3. Um, the 8.2 is really the only saving grace for this. I don't know. I'm just trying to be – I feel like if you caught me on a different day, I'd be like, this was great. But I'm just trying to impress my Tyler friend who wants me to say more things and I guess be more critical about beers. Tell him, tell him about where you would want to have a picnic of it. I'd critical have a doesn't picnic. imply bad things. You can be positively critical. Tasting this makes me think of a – having a picnic in a in a meadowy field uh, let's move on make sure you leave that part so the audience this, can this laugh beer makes me think of sadness yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna leave that pause for the standing ovation that is sure to occur Ho- hooray all right sam yep i had stone antimatter 22nd anniversary beer the no haze double ipa so i mentioned earlier that i liked it a lot a lot of citrus up front, kind of a fruitiness at the back, and that's like the type of hop profile that I really like. I, I like the earthy stuff too, none of that here, but it worked really well. It was um, well balanced, like the malts were there just enough for me not to be like something is off about this beer. They were, you know, they were the they were the chorus, the, uh, the backup dancers of the beer, just there to support the rest. I like shredded through this beer because it was really easy to drink, and at 9.1, that's a good thing and situationally a bad thing, but definitely have to give him props for that. Uh, I'm going to give this a an 8.1, and I would say uh, if you want a double IPA, this is one, and it's good at, so drink. Wow, that's a really good review. Jed's gotten to you. What will you be barely reviewing next week, Sam? <laughs> I have a, a beer that I think is called Movin' to the Country, so I think it's a peach beer. Oh, that makes sense. The old president of the United States of America. Those are the ones. Uh, but I, it might be a sour, but also I think it's a milkshake IPA on it. So uh, You're confused. I think, I think actually I'm correct and this beer is confused, but we'll find out okay. next week. All right. Hey, Jed, you were on. I was. Also... We didn't talk about how I cut a lot of my hair off, but I guess that was because you two veteran podcasters know that our listeners would feel left out. So you didn't bring it yeah, up. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so thanks for not bringing it up. You're welcome. I'm not a veteran podcaster, so I don't know the tricks of the trade. Like more, more of a journeyman podcaster. Right. Yeah. Okay, well, um, yeah, listener, if you want to email us uh, groups we haven't hated on, you can do that at BruceDayTuesdayPodcast at gmail.com. You can also tweet at us at Bruce Day Tuesday, or you can comment on our links at BruceTuesday.com. Do the best of you done. We'll see you over the next episode. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Come suck here. Catch all your tears. Drink the remedy. Forget about your problems. Here comes a shot. Lose all your thoughts. 
Drink the remedy, forget about your problem. This one's on me, fix you for free. Drink the remedy, forget about everything. This one's on me, got what you need, and take your medicine. You feel better. I think that there should be a new segment where if this might be a terrible idea, but I think I think it would be funny, and I'm making it up as I go. So there's that new segment where you come up with a new contest and you ask for the like listeners to like write in for a prize uh-huh. and then every week since there are no listeners <laughs> you just announce a fake person it's like mike l from sarasota won this week with <laughs> blah 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 <laughs>